0: Lifeway. Lifeway. Lifeway, Leadership. LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders and I'm talking today with Dave Kuehl. We're doing a little bit of cross-promotion across the podcasts, our newest Podcast star is Dave Kewen. He's joined the team in July during lockdown in Sydney, and uh, and Dave, welcome to the One Thing.
1: Uh, thanks, Scott. It's uh, wonderful to be with you. Um, I don't know about the the star. I'm happy to help and serve, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure about this star language.
0: Well, you may remember Dave Kewen from a previous episode on organisational structures.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good.
0: <laughs> Dave, you got lots of fan feedback on that one. You got a lot of questions. You got a lot of pastors calling up and asking questions, um, which is great. So can I encourage you today, chase Dave up as well, off, off the back of this as well. Dave at reachaustralia.com.au. <laughs> so, yeah. Fill
1: my inbox, friends. Fill it.
0: <laughs> now, welcome to the One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel in ministry every Monday. For now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, and we're going to be talking about the Reach Australia framework. So I just want to briefly introduce Dave. Uh, So Dave was an assistant minister at St. Paul's Carlingford, a fairly large Anglican church in Sydney for about the last eight years, and then prior to that was at Norwest Anglican at that stage, it was a, a fairly sort of me, a medium-sized Anglican church in the Hills District. He's married to Louise, has four girls. You've been hosting a new podcast series on the Reach Australia podcast. It's all about the Reach Australia framework. Um, wh- why is it important to have a framework for ministry?
1: Uh, as we think about ministry, ministry can feel complicated. It can feel like hard work. It can feel like wading through mud. Uh, and you don't really feel like you're getting anywhere. You're starting to figure out, you're trying to figure out, what does it all look like? How am I supposed to piece it all together? And, and I think most people have a deep desire to see what they do produce fruits, uh, to have a gospel impact. And um, as we look at the state of Christianity across Australia, uh, we need to organise ourselves in a in a better way to start thinking about how we can actually reach the lost. And so that's what this framework is all about. It's trying to help us organise ourselves, but it's not just organisational principles. Uh, We want to rest on theological principles as well uh, to start to think about what can we do as church leaders uh, to increase our impact, to try and think about what it looked like to turn the dial up on Christianity across Australia to actually fulfil what we want to do in in reach Australia with the gospel, uh, so it's a fits right in that vision piece of why we ex- exist as an organisation as a network, and uh, and this framework I think is super super helpful
0: in yeah, it, uh, in
1: trying to achieve that.
0: Yeah, it's been a it's been a really good process I think over the last two and a half years. It's you know various elements have kind of popped out and then. Uh, and and we've discussed aspects of this, so it's going to be really helpful in a moment just to go through each of the pieces of framework. Um, but for me, it was kind of it was clarifying during uh, sort of the first period of lockdown, you know, which mm. most of Australia experienced. Uh, it was a real opportunity to sort of stop and think. Okay, what are what are some key principles that we want to think into in this time? What we want to get the foundations um, right for a church. Uh, and so that's kind of how the, the framework was birthed. And, and as it's been, we've been tinkering with it and we continue to tinker with it and change it and, you know, wrestle with it and change it. And so it's been a really good process. So, what is, that, is the framework, Dave?
1: Yeah. So, the framework, and there are five elements to it. Um, the first one is clarify the big thing that is, we want to be making mature disciples in ever increasing numbers. Uh and the second one is let's be faithful to the means. Uh let's get stuck into that word and prayer. Uh thirdly, we want to take responsibility, we want to build responsibility. Fourthly, we want to think about breaking it down. And fifthly, we want to think ecosystems together. So that's the framework, five pieces to it. Um, and you know, we're we're gonna unpack each of those uh I think together.
0: Well, let's do it. Tell us about point uh point one.
1: Yeah, point one, uh, clarify the big thing, you know, make mature disciples in in ever increasing number. And I think the thing that is really uh, great in point one, it's the power of clarity. Uh, Clarity is king. Clarity is such a powerful piece. Uh, When we chat with churches, uh, they're looking for clarity. They want to know exactly what it is that that they want to do and need to do. Uh, And so trying to get clarity about what's the big thing we actually want to do together as church. And Jesus actually gives this to us. Uh, You know, we talk a bit about Matthew 28 in in that first episode of the podcast series uh, about going to make disciples. Um, But it's that last bit of that statement, that, in ever increasing number, bit that some people start to feel a little bit funny about, but you know, part of what that comes from is trying to capture exactly what the gospel is. Yeah, you know, the mm. gospel's something to share, something to proclaim. Jesus came to seek and save the lost, and so trying to get those two elements make mature disciples. But let's do it in ever increasing number. Let's get clarity on where we're going together as church. Uh, is such a helpful piece.
0: Yeah, so so helpful. Like in some ways, every church. Every church has the same mission, make mature disciples. It's just a different context. There's going to be a whole bunch of different aspects of church and our life cycle, our traditions, who you are as a pastoral team, the opportunities that are are just coming at you. But everyone has that great great commandment to uh, make disciples of all the nations. So tell us about uh, point two, be faithful to the means.
1: Yeah. So be faithful to the means. As we start to go about that, you know, that big thing of making you know mature disciples in ever increasing number, we're going to be starting to do a whole bunch of ministry activities, uh, and as we do them, we want to start to make sure that we are absolutely faithful to our convictions, and we we are convicted, you know, that God works through His word. Uh, we need to depend upon him in prayer. Uh, you know, God uses you know, the, the Holy Spirit to convict us of those things. And so we want to be people who uh, absolutely uh, hold rock solid to those convictions. And so we live the gospel. We preach the gospel. We want people to do those particular things. You know, as you start thinking about, well, what am I going to do to actually get to this big thing? Well, we've got to be faithful. Uh, that's got to be absolutely number one uh, as as we start to think about the things that we do together.
0: So point three uh, talks about uh, building responsibility and taking responsibility. Can you flesh that out for us?
1: Yeah, I think this is a really big one. Um, I think for people, as we talk about you know points one and two in the framework, I think there's a broad level of agreement uh, when we come to this taking and building responsibility, uh, it's where we start to perhaps push a little further into that fruitfulness, that, that sense of responsibility uh, in terms of what's happening in church. Uh, and so it, perhaps this one can feel a little bit more threatening for for pastors uh, and and uh, and church leaders. But what the question we're asking as we think about church in terms of what's happening in it, Who's responsible for what's happening? Um, And who's responsible for what happens in it? Who's responsible for some of the outcomes or purposes that we want to see? Uh, And so you need to start to think about taking on that responsibility. But it's not just about taking it on yourself as a leader. It's about building responsibility through teams of people throughout your church. Uh, And this is a this is one that uh, I think a lot of churches struggle on uh, in actually firstly understanding the concept of it, uh, let alone implementing it I- into their churches. So it's really yeah. sort of pushing towards those purposes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think a part of it is uh, is the changes that we often have to make as pastors, particularly as we you know as we grow in responsibility. You know, one of the key wrestles we have is that is that handing over, uh, which means you know we're not at the coal face. Uh, which means that we're not doing the people work often that we want to do, or we're doing people work. It's just doing it with a different, you know, different set of leaders, and we're a little bit less removed. Uh, and so there's a whole bunch of stuff to wrestle with. I think you know for the senior minister or the or the the ministry you know, worker as well. Um, yeah. But the you know the, I guess the challenge is to keep seeing the fruit of working through others.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that there's a real joy in that as a leader. Uh, to see others take that on and feel the feel the weight to a certain extent, obviously under God, he's in control, of going, I really want this area to go well, and that you start to see them go, ah, oh, I could do this, I could do that. That's actually a really exciting moment, I know, uh, but also comes with that sense of loss as a leader going, ah, oh, but I liked doing that. I, I really was passionate about doing that. But for the sake of the gospel continuing to grow, um, it's good to, slightly just let it go just a little bit for the, for the sake of their, you know, that person's development and, uh, and level of responsibility.
0: Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, always, always good to see, you know, there, there are personal wrestles and then organizational or church wide wrestles in, in each of these framework pieces as well. So mm. tell us more about point four, uh, break it down.
1: Yeah. Look, um, I'd be up front. This is my favorite one of the framework. Uh, I, I like the idea of breaking it down. So what we're talking about here is the big thing is big, right? Make mature disciples ever increasing number. Um, and so, but that's too big. We need to sort of think about how we can actually start to break that down to sufficient level of Granularity, we call it in the podcast, to get a handle on what's actually going on in various aspects of ministry, and there's lots of different ways to break down that big thing. You can start to think about, uh, you know, what we call the the, the Pentagon, five different sort of outcomes and purposes you can think about a pathway uh, you can think about it through a get and a grow sort of idea uh, for ease uh, is often out there as well so there's lots of different ways but the, the beauty is actually getting it to the point where you go what's actually starting to happen in each of these particular aspects across that whole aspect of church
0: now Dave I'm, I'm really sure that this is one of your favorite pieces is you're a you're a you know your sort of previous ministry or pre- previous work experience was a, a pe teacher you know in a yeah. high school high school sort of you know physical ed teacher yeah. often i think the the pushback on this is, is oh you, you're thinking very mechanistically you're an engineer um you know i so why, what is it about yeah. you that you you, you know you, you you go to this
1: Uh look partly i think um i like there's a couple of things like as a pe teacher like just take the human body for example. It's a complex thing, multiple systems, right? If you wanna try and understand it, you gotta break it down, uh, to, to various, you know, systems to sort of understand how the body works, muscular system, skeletal system, cardiovascular, on and on it goes. Um it, it's it's the same for church, I think. You know, there's there's a sort of uh, part of me that goes. Oh, I really like breaking stuff down because it starts to get a little concrete at that stage as well. You start going, okay, let's let's start to think about you know um, mission and let's start to think about what's going well in here. Um, and uh, oh, I like it. It's my favourite child in the uh, in the in the framework podcast series.
0: <laughs> this is good. Well, it, you you really want to listen to uh, to episode four then. Uh, so tell us more about point, uh, point five, ecosystem thinking, because I think this is an aspect, uh, you know, where where there's, a, I guess, the, the most questions and the, mm. the most confusion. Um, you know, it's kind of the most ethereal. You know, people sort of grasp it going, okay, what what does this look like? You know, show it to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really important aspect of our framework because I think you can do one to four and I actually think you'll end up with a fairly disconnected church um, and you know people who take responsibility of a particular area and become laser focused on that. Uh, but what they fail to see without understanding point five of the framework is the interconnectedness between various aspects of church. Uh, and that's really what this ecosystem thinking is all about. Uh, it's trying to understand how do we put all the different pieces that we've just broken down back together in a whole where we understand how they relate to one another and how we need each other in that ecosystem of church. And that's what an ecosystem is, right? It's a place where things, you know, have an impact upon one another. Uh, and church church is the same. And so really starting to think through what does that look like? Um, what does it look like for mission to go, well, Well, I, I need uh, all of the other aspects working really well for uh, for Mission to really succeed.
0: So interconnected, interdependent, uh, yep. you know, it's something you want to keep coming back to as a team leader. Now, uh, what if you're listening You're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, you're going through, oh, point three, my senior pastor really needs to uh, hear this, or you're a senior pastor, you're thinking, oh, there's someone on my team, oh, number five, they just don't get this, and I get so frustrated working with it. How- how would you discuss the framework as a team? What would be your advice to a, a church team that maybe is listening to the one thing and, uh, and wants to wrestle with this together?
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. Um, uh, firstly, uh, listen to the whole framework podcast series, uh, either individually or together, uh, and, uh, and then have an opportunity post that to discuss as a team how we're going on this one. You know, ask the question together, do we actually know where we're going? Like, have we, have we got clarity on the big thing? Um, or perhaps you want to ask, you know, uh, are we been dragged away in terms of being faithful to the means? You know, have we sufficiently broke stuff down? And do we understand who's got responsibility? You know, they're really good questions to, to ask as a whole team together. Rather than go and nudge one person and say, "Hey, you don't particularly understand," Scott <laughs> breaking it down, um, it's best to sort of to have that discussion as a team.
0: Can I encourage you, if you are listening to this, uh, share it with your team, have a discussion in the toolbox. I'm going to be giving you a link to a uh, an ebook as well, and the, and the larger framework uh, series as well, so it'll be easy to share as well uh, with someone on your team. So, just one final question. Um, which of the five principles do you see most churches sort of struggling with?
1: Yeah, look, I think on this one, every church is different. And, and you know, that is the approach we take in Reach Australia. We've, you know, we come and work with you. We know your church is different to the one down the road. And so different churches struggle with different parts of the framework. Um, and so as we work with churches, we start to see perhaps they don't really get exactly where they're going. Um but look, you know, if I had to land somewhere and you pushed me hard and said, "Go, yeah, no, no, give me one, don't, don't, don't give me that answer," um, it would either be uh, the taking and building responsibility, or it would be ecosystem thinking. Again, I can't, I can't split them. This would be 50-50 on those. Yep. Uh, I think those are the two elements. Once you get them, they're brilliant. Um, but a lot of churches start to struggle on those particular aspects.
0: Great. Well, Dave, it's, uh, it's been really useful, sort of hearing just that sort of. Big picture summary. I'm looking forward to getting into the hours of uh, hours of podcasting this new podcast series that you've put together on the Reach Australia framework. Uh, what's your one thing?
1: So the one thing I want to say about the Reach Australia framework is that I think this is a very, very helpful tool for us to use as church leaders, church teams, as we go about reaching Australia for Jesus.
0: Well, if you found today's podcast helpful, can I encourage you to share it with your team uh, and talk about it and discuss it as a team? In terms of the toolbox today, I just want to highlight a few things. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes to the um, to the whole podcast series. So, uh, also as I said, there'll be a link to the ebook as well. Uh, and if you just jump onto the online resource library, so just jump onto the resources section of the website as well. You'll also be able to just jump into a whole bunch of other resources that really push into different aspects of of some of this discussion as well. So can I encourage you to check out our online resource library as well? Dave, it's been really good uh, having you on the podcast today. Looking forward to uh, hearing from you again. Uh, so thanks uh, thanks for, for being part of the uh, podcast today. Thanks, Scott. I'm Scott Sanders. Chat soon.